This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Life Beats podcast. Life Beats, Life Beats. with Sally Musa, only on Pulse 95. Assalamu alaikum, hello Allah, and welcome to Life Beats with me, Sally Musa. We are continuing our conscious parenting series today. We talk a lot about the battles that we fight often unnecessarily with our kids but today we're going to be focusing on those battles that are fought between spouses over parenting styles what happens when you and your partner disagree over the way that you want to parent your kids what if one of you wants to be more conscious about it compassionate uh, about the whole process and the other one wants to stick to the rigid rules that they grew up with is this going to be causing conflict within your relationship is it going to be causing conflict between you and your kids as well how do you bridge that gap between the different parenting styles to achieve peace and harmony what we all want in the home can it actually be done uh, we would love for you to get in touch anisa sharif conscious parenting expert she is back with us here in the studio on a life beats on pulse 95 Four two two four one five, in fact, is the number to get in touch if you want to uh, text us here. Two zero double two is the number for do. Let us know what your experiences are. What kind of uh, challenges are you facing in this regard? There's uh, so much to talk about. We're gonna get into it all uh, next on Life Beats on Pulse ninety five. This is Pulse ninety five. You're listening to the Life Beats podcast. Life Beats. Life Beats with Sally Musa only on Pulse 95. Yes, it's Life Beats on Pulse 95. And Nisa Ashalif, conscious, conscious parenting expert, hand in hand, conscious parenting expert. She's back with us in the studio. Welcome back. Thank you. Now, Anissa, uh, I need to share with you a story that happened after last week's show. So hello, everybody who's um, watching and listening on Instagram Live. Good to have you with us. Um, something I've got to say is last week. So last week, Anissa, we were talking about uh, how to kind of get into a situation uh, with your kids and, and handle it better. Uh, rather than just being reactive Mm -hmm. um, and uh, often losing it, whether it's yelling, whether it's hitting, whatever it is that you may normally do and just kind of uh, stop for a moment Mm -hmm. and think about uh, one phrase stood out for me, the whole idea of uh, holding the space for your child when they act up. Okay, this is something that we've been talking about. Rather than just reacting to whatever it is that they're doing, uh, be there for them and hold that space for them. So I have to tell you what happened in my house. So (laughs) the same day after the show, um, I went home. uh, Well, I picked up my girls from school and we're in the car and things seem all right. Um, And uh, we get home. And as soon as we get home, it happens a lot. Uh, I have two girls. I don't know why, but they seem to fight endlessly, endlessly, right? So they get into the kitchen and I don't know. I didn't even know now what the disagreement was about. Something really stupid. Um, The younger one was doing something. The older one thought, I'm going to correct her. She said something. Uh She didn't do anything else. Uh, The younger one didn't like it. Uh, She hit the older one. The older one lost her mind, started hitting the other one back. And it just... (laughs) just kept going 
and and this is a typical fight within our house between the girls, uh, unfortunately. But okay, so normally I would be the one out there who would be shouting, "Stop fighting!" Yeah, just learn to love each other. <laughs> okay, that's what I would normally be doing. Like most parents, right? So this is not unique to you. It happens everywhere. So, so this is what I would normally do. However, I didn't do that this time. Okay. I thought, okay, Good. this is what I thought. I thought, what would Anissa do? Oh my god! <laughs> so I went. I went into the kitchen, the the the, the crime scene, if you like, okay. of what was going on, and I, you know, put just kind of calmly went in there and just, you know, started asking what's going on and and just. That they were both really tense and really upset and really angry at this uh-huh. point. And I had to put myself physically between them. Brilliant. And I had to, and, and I took each one aside and I was like, you know, trying to understand the situation and, and mm-hmm. literally, you know, physically yeah. holding yeah. each one. All I had to do was actually just put my hands on, on around them, around their, yeah. their arms. And they kind of just, they instantly sort of calmed down. The power of connection. It was unbelievable. I was like, whoa, (laughs) hold on a minute, Anissa. It works. (laughs) How did this happen? That's true. And so then, because they could see I was listening and I was like making that eye contact and and just really wanted to listen to how Mm -hmm. they felt, Mm -hmm. um, to what was going on, what upset them, what did the other one do? And then, you know, as well as listening to them, I was able to kind of bring the two together so that they could communicate again without Brilliant. without conflict and just kind of hear each other out mm-hmm. you know as to what the other one was thinking and then you know to put each in the other's shoes as well and to mm-hmm. to say well you know would you have liked that to happen to you yeah kind of thing and so all, all of this happened all of this was happening and and then somehow this whole situation ended up in a group hug between oh, the three wow. of us oh this is not like this is every time However, yeah, but it, you've done it. Great job. I just no, that, but that's never happened before. So thank you. I just oh. want to say a big thank you first thank of all. Thank you. Thank you for <laughs> for what you've been teaching us uh, on Life Beats because it is really, really amazing oh. and it's life changing. And if you don't believe me, go home and do it. If you haven't listened to the shows that Anisa has done here previously, you've got to go back and listen to the podcast. It's on SoundCloud. It is on Apple, iTunes, wherever you want. Just listen to it. Life Beats. Look up Anissa. Anissa Sharif. Amazing, right? So you've got to go back, listen to it. But we're going to touch on, you know, some of those concepts here. But, you know, this is a thing. If you put it into practice and it may not work every time. It it won't work every time. So you have to get your expectations and keep them realistic. Yeah. Brace yourself. Yes. But you, (laughs) you keep to you you need to keep practicing and you'll figure out the way that works for you for your kids for your family dynamics but you'll get better and better with it Mm -mm. sometimes you will have to make small tweaks here and there but the idea is just to keep calm come from a calm position you know think of the situation as like fire so if you want to put fire down okay you don't add fire to it you don't come with your anger you add a different element. Fire needs water, um, earth, or um, wind to to put it down. So if they're angry and you're angry, that's kind of like adding fire to fire. You're just going to have an inferno at the oh, end of it. Oh, yes. Yeah. And then the connection. That was 
so powerful the way you told the story. I was um I was surprised by the whole thing. I was like, this is not gonna work. Yeah. This is not gonna work. And yeah. then it just it just did. And and so my older one, she her personality, she was just born fiery. Mm. She is fiery. Okay. Yeah. So she may react a little bit more to a situation than her sister would as well. But it worked with her even. Like she she needed to feel the physical connection. The physical connection yeah. and but to feel heard as well and to exactly. feel like I was really listening to her. I was mm -hmm. really focused in mm -hmm. on what was going on, the situation, because, you know, otherwise she'd be like feeling like, oh, mom doesn't care. Exactly. And that's a huge shift in in perspective that you've made here. Yeah. So it's instead instead of, oh, my God, I need to teach them how to respect each other at this point. You just think, oh, I need to hold the space for them and let all of these feelings out. And that happens through connection. Exactly. Well done. Great. Uh, thanks. Great job. Uh, you know, thanks goes to you for sure, because um, this is not easy. It is. It can be difficult. But, um, you know, if you consciously, consciously exactly. do it, yeah. then you do see results. And it's amazing. And it's beautiful. Today, what we are going to be talking about is with your spouse. Mm -hmm. uh, if you are having those moments with your spouse where you are trying to parent your kids, and they have a completely different idea of doing it. Mm -hmm. uh, that can be incredibly difficult um, yeah. in terms of, uh, you know, if one wants to be positive yeah. uh, and a conscious parent and, and do the other all of doesn't that. believe in all of this, and they're like, we're fine, nothing happened to us, we've been spanked, yelled at, whatever. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So we grew up with all of that stuff and exactly. we turned out just fine. Yeah. How do you deal with that? We're going to be talking about that next with uh, Anissa Sharif. Uh, so stay tuned for that and please do send in any questions that you do have for her. More coming up on Life Beats next on Pulse95. This is Pulse95. You're listening to the Life Beats podcast. Life Beats. Life Beats with Sally Musa only on Pulse 95. Yes, we are talking uh, parenting today uh, with Anissa Ashuri, for a conscious parenting expert. She uh, comes in usually uh, weekly with us here on the show. Um, a great topic today. Uh, it's all about, okay, so we are uh, often fighting those battles with our kids, but what happens when the battle is actually between the spouses between yeah. partners and they have different parenting styles how do we deal with it i mean one scenario that i can think of is when you know one parent is is telling a child to for example uh to fold their clothes mm -hmm. and they won't do it mm -hmm. or you know there's a problem in there and they're kind of like they're, they're getting upset they're like it's so simple i've taught you a thousand times just yeah. do it just do it. I've asked you to do it. And then they just kind of keep insisting because they come from a background of, um, you know, well, when we were brought up, we didn't, there was no discussion. There was no, mm. oh, how do you want to do it, my darling? Or yeah. whatever. You know, it's just like you do it. It's done. There is no discussion. The parent spoke. You obeyed <laughs> the parent. Uh, and then the other parent comes into the situation going, you know, so what's happening here? Um, and, and, you know, the dad might be, well, I told him to do it a thousand times and he's just not doing it. And the mom might be going, well, you know, have you asked him why he's feeling like this or, mm -hmm. you know, whatever it is. Um, and then sometimes the, the partner might be accusing 
the other one of saying, well, you know, you're the one who always kind of butts in and you come yeah. in here. And then, you know, you're the one who always gets him off the hook. And that's why he doesn't listen to me. Yeah, happens everywhere to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so, so where do we start, you know, with a situation like yeah. that, Anissa, when, um, you know, a lot of people, they're not going to be the same. When you marry somebody, they are not going to be the same as you. Oftentimes yeah. they don't think the same way as you. So where do we start yeah. with this kind of thing? You know, this is one of the most common questions that I get in the workshops or with the client that I work with. And I always anticipate this. I know that it's going to come soon. How do I get my husband on board? And that's kind of, it happens all the time. So my answer is going to usually is don't try it. Don't try to get him on board. Don't try to get yeah. your husband or your wife on board. Yeah. Or it, it can be anybody in your um, extended family or anybody who you care about and is important in your uh, kid's life, your mom, your dad. And, and we have lots of cases here where people are still living in extended families. Right. The in-laws. Exactly. And you have lots of parenting styles going on. And that's a huge um, conflict to, to have in the families, you know. So... Let me give you uh, an example. If I, I if I come now and I tell you, Sally, go to sleep. Go to sleep now. Would you be able to go to sleep? No. Because really. you have this idea in your head that even if you wanted to, it's going to be so much pressure and you feel, even when we want to go to sleep. I don't want to hear a demand. And I don't want to. It's There's a, a thing about pressuring our brains to do something, you know, even if it's something that I want to do, not anybody is putting it on me. If I know that I need to wake up in the morning and I need to go sleep now, I probably be staying there in my bed thinking about I need to sleep, I need to sleep, I need to sleep and I won't go to sleep. The only way to go to sleep is just preparing the environment and you will go to sleep at the moment you let go of the idea that you need to go to sleep. Does that make any sense? And that's how parenting works. Exactly. So the same thing that we always say, that uh, the same tools and the same uh, mentality that we were talking about in the previous week and we need to um, use when, in our relation with our kids, we need also to apply this in our relations with the adults. So if you keep insisting that somebody needs to change and that your parenting style is the right one, what you're going to get is resistance. And I speak from my own experience. I mean, when I went into the conscious parenting paradigm and I was so excited about it, I was bombarding my husband. And this is a bit tricky to say on air, but he's listening, I'm sure. So, <laughs> hi. <laughs> so, he knows this. I kept sending him articles, sending him like uh, YouTube links and whatever. And all what I got is a blowback and a pushback and he's like what is he, are you the only one who knows how to parent yeah and then are you the first person to come across this so the 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 first thing you need to do is just let go of the idea that you will change someone because that's gonna just um change things to the worst okay and like anything in the world anything important you need to do some prep work in the beginning, mm. right? So, Don't like, jump in thinking it, that this is going to... No, you need to work on yourself. 
be confident in your own tools. On this new paradigm that you're uh, going into, what does it mean? Uh, this will allow you to build your own confidence. So other people's um, kind of comments and objections won't hurt you as much. Because as, as you go on and try it and build confidence and see how it works, you will be less sensitive mm. to other people's comments. And in a way, you will be modeling these things to your partner, to your extended family, to whoever is around you. And they'll get on board eventually. They will. And sometimes when I don't have the time to listen, or I'm in a, not a good shape today to listen to Jenna, for example, I noticed recently after years and after years of pulling back and trying to change my husband that he will take her stay listen he he has he doesn't know what he's doing what is it called the tool that that doesn't matter he saw what i do with her when she upsets and he noticed that it works so now when i'm not in a good shape to listen without even telling him to do anything it became kind of the new rules uh, that he adopted because it worked because oh. he could see he could see you setting the example exactly it wasn't what you were telling him no. it's what you were showing him exactly and of course we still have moments when we argue about things when he doesn't think that i'm doing a good job or, but they're becoming less and less and less yeah 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 see you one one dynamic changes at the household and then everything follows you change you focus on the relation with the child don't put yourself in the middle of the other relation so i i always keep reminding myself jenna's relation to her to her dad is her relation to her with her, her dad it's not my thing to meddle with right you shouldn't get in the middle of that no, that it, is so important that's something for them to figure out we're going to come back in, in just a moment with anisa sherry if you've just uh, left off on such an important uh, uh point there anisa uh, how to manage that uh, managing your expectations of what you think that relationship between your spouse and your child should be like and uh, whether you should have a role in it at all. Uh, and we're going to be discussing so much more with Anissa uh, about this next on Life Beats on Pulse 95. This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Life Beats podcast. Life Beats, Life Beats. with Sally Musa only on Pulse 95. 95. Yes, we are back with Anissa Asharif, conscious parenting expert, talking uh, the different styles of parenting that can happen between spouses, between partners, and how can that actually affect your kids? Um, something that we left off with, uh, Anissa, is uh, the whole idea of uh, do you need to be consistent? Mm -hmm. um, is that an important thing? Should you be consistent be between uh, parents as well and uh, the whole idea of letting go of the idea that you should even try to change your partner yeah. uh, so let's let's pick up where we left off so yeah and let me start with saying that it's hard really hard as, <laughs> as I like to always say it's not something that you'd magically be able to do yeah okay so it's 
um, you need there is lots of prep work that you need to do to reach to that point yeah. where you can accept that you're not maybe gonna be exactly the same in everything mm-hmm. before you <clears throat> sorry before you reach there there are lots of things that you need to do one we already talked about which is building your knowledge as as in uh, skills um, information tools uh, the scientific part of it if you wish the most important part and which people don't talk much about is working on the feelings that comes to you when these conflicts happen right um, things like why consistency consistency is so important to you what does it mean yeah why do you have to be the same yeah there are things? there are things usually underneath this mm-hmm. that comes from your life experiences some people are naturally cool about it they don't expect it and i know people who are naturally like that they're cool I'm, we're, I'm, we're different we're fine about it but for other people people it's a big big trigger it goes back to your expectations uh your life experience um what what is your idea of a good parent why do you think this makes a good parent or not what's your feelings about you being wrong and That's how are one. you triggered when people say that you are wrong that's a big one um what are your feelings about making mistakes and not being perfect because oftentimes when you grow up you're pa- you're taught that your parents are never wrong and this is a big thing and you can't you can't we can't we all as humans we can't um accept the idea that our parents are wrong and they've made mistakes and sometimes the way we are parented and schooled and all of that we feel like we need to be right we need to get this right Mm-mm-mm. there are lots of emotions around these questions it's not about understanding the situation on the surface as it looks like oh i want him to cooperate because i need him to help me with this this is a difficult situation of course it is and you need his cooperation but there are lots of emotional baggage under this as well that's why you get triggered and that's why you get emotional and that's why these conversation becomes heated so you need to go through this in a safe space and this is again one um, area where a listening partnership or the, the concept that we were talking about last week can help a lot someone who knows how to hold the space for you and to ask you the right questions we have these scripts in our heads of conversations that we would like to have with our husbands or with our moms or with our uh, our kids teachers or whoever but these scripts have lots of emotions under them mm-hmm. and we and we need help to reach to that layer right right and when i figure these out it will become easier for me to have these difficult conversations and it will become easier for me to do the tips or the strategies that we were going to talk about probably i think in the yes. second part of this yeah conversation. what we were talking about earlier as well is the whole idea of um you know which relates to consistency is 
at your child's relationship to their father or mother, who isn't you, mm-hmm. uh, to your partner, uh, your spouse, um, you shouldn't be getting into the middle of that. Yeah. Even though you might think, well, I would have done that completely differently. Yeah. He mishandled that. Yeah. So, but no, you can't, you can't get in there and try and be in the middle of it. So tell us why that's really important. Well, the idea of consistency now, the new research is showing that it's a bit overrated. Of course, if you have a partner who's 100% with you in this parenting thing, things will be easier. But now there are research coming up saying there is a benefit of having two different ways for kids because they can see that there are other ways different ways that we can deal with different situations as long as it doesn't become a conflict in the relation and strains or um, distort the family dynamic it Mm. could be a positive thing if you know how to um, deal with it and let's say like work with what you have right so the idea of changing people it's not going to happen. If they don't want to change themselves, they're not going to change. It has to come from them. them. Yeah. So just live with what you have and make the best out of it. But you you won't be able to reach to that place where you're at peace of the idea of, okay, let them have their fight, struggle, whatever. Let him put his own um, or her own limits and see that they don't work. That's a relation that's that I'm not responsible for. I'm my daughter's mom for a reason. Her dad is her dad for a reason. Like God made this with his own will, with for this family, for this child to be born to these two people. And there is a probably a good reason why. There's a wisdom behind it. Yes. And we have to trust in this. Right now, I'm not talking about um, ap- abusive situations. Of course, We're that is a completely about, different, a different case. Thing. We're talking about kind of disagreement and right. different ways of parenting, setting limits, listening to emotions, not listening to emotions. In the uh, conscious or peaceful parenting practices, there are things that we do differently than the traditional mainstream ways. But if my a partner, my husband, my spouse, they don't agree with me and they want to try their own way. I need to be able to let go a little bit and let them experiment with that. And I can be the one who can receive my my child's disappointment, emotions and whatever, and hold the space for them to work on whatever happening in that relation. But I'm not in the middle of the relation. I'm just holding the space for my child to figure this out mm, 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 mm. and to make sense of it. Yeah. Yeah. To kind of step back. Exactly. But again, I'm not going to be able to do this if I haven't done my prep work. If I didn't go in the emotions and also work on my emotions and also understand that my partner or my mom or whoever I'm not seeing eye to eye with, they are like that for a reason. They have their own triggers, their own history, their own emotional baggage. They're not bad. 
They're not trying to um, hurt me. Maybe they're triggering me, but they're not trying to hurt me. They're trying their best, but they have their own emotional baggage to work on. Mm. And when I think of it this way, like, okay, um, this person, this teacher, my husband, my mom, whoever it is, they are triggered in these situations. That's why they, that's why they shout or that that's why they feel like they need to put limits and when we come and this happens a lot in large family dynamics when one person comes with a new way it triggers the others big time especially the parents they think even if they don't say it loudly or they're not conscious about it but in their unconscious it's a big trigger because suddenly they're not good enough and when what they knew their own ways the way they raised you you are putting something in front of them and saying you're not good enough yeah that could be a big trigger for people that is it that can be a huge trigger for people so we're going to talk about how to deal with that next uh with anisa sharif on life beats on pulse 95 this is pulse 95 you're listening to the life beats podcast Life Beats. Life Beats with Sally Musa only on Pulse 95. 95. We're very much uh, covering how to bridge the divide between uh, different parenting styles. Could be between you and your partner. Could be between you and other family members, extended family members. There's a whole bunch of situations where all of these strategies uh, that Anissa Sharif, conscious parenting expert, is uh, talking us through today. This is brilliant and such a an important discussion that I don't hear um, enough about, Anissa. So I'm really glad that we're talking about it today. Uh, but we were left off kind of talking about the, the fact that um, what triggers people often, if you want to do things a certain way mm-hmm. and they do it differently, uh, whether it's your parents or your in-laws or, you know, uncles, aunties, whoever it is, yeah. uh, your spouse, <laughs> um, they uh, don't like to be shown up as wrong. True. And this is one of the, the biggest things. So take us through uh, the strategies here mm-hmm. and how that is going to help us to uh, bridge that divide. Yeah. So there are lots of things that we can talk to um, here or talk, talk about here, but I'm going to focus on, on two strategies here. Uh, invest or deflect. So we'll start with the invest part. And this is where after you've you figured out your emotions and you're sure that you like the strategy and and you want to be a conscious parent and you understand the science behind it and all of that and you're com- confident and you still like kind of modeled but then again th- there are lots of conflict coming and then you decide I need to invest and I need to um, have this hard talk with the other person and tell them what I feel and why am I doing this? The most important point here is to find a common ground, to start from something that you two agree on, not start from the things that you don't agree on. Mm -hmm. So we both want this for our kids. You both want your kids to be, you know, happy and and brought up well. So when you decide to have that conversation, start from these common grounds. Yeah. We both want this. We want. We all want them to have a good life, to be happy. Da da da. So, 
um, this is a good, this is your starting point, not the things that you don't agree on. And then you can set the scene by saying things like, I know we have different views here and I guess we might have to agree to differ. Things like these. Just make it, make an easy, um, relaxed um, ex expectation here that it's okay. We might not agree, but I'm going to open up and I'm going to talk about this. Uh, but let me explain to you where am I coming from and why this is important to me. This is a good um, start that dialogue start uh, or beginning uh, to this and then explain from your research from what you've learned right and make it always as if this is coming from you don't talk about the other person um, their shortcomings the shortcomings it's, it's not about them no it's about you you're explaining your views on this without blaming without giving advice but yeah this is where i'm coming from this is what it means to me and this is what i've learned right and then reassure them at the end after you've explained your view do, and try not to get into a dialogue mm -hmm. just it's a it's a presentation if yeah you, yeah if you may. and reassure them that this is what i think this is what i do why i do what i do and it's okay if you don't agree with this I just wanted to share this and then thank them for listening to you, right? So plan it this way, easy, from your own perspective, from your own view. And this is a very direct way of doing it. You might want to do it indirectly by modeling the tools, as we said before, just by doing things, they'll start noticing and copying. and offering maybe bite-sized advice like oh did you see when i listened to her today not did you see sorry rewind <laughs> uh, maybe i'm listening to my um, daughter's emotion after a huge tantrum or mm. meltdown oh she feels much better now after she had this big cry just pointing out things mm -mm -mm. without sounding like i'm i'm um, blaming the other person right it's not like yeah. a see i told you so yeah type of situation yeah. don't be, be stay away yeah from that things like yeah i know it's it's hard and wait for them until they come and ask you for an advice i don't know what to do in this situation and you're like yeah i know it's hard but maybe if you do this she'll feel better I know it's so frustrating yeah. for you. I know you worry about her manners or whatever, whatever. But I wonder what's going in her head. Yeah. So it's, this is the indirect way of doing things. And to kind of acknowledge their background as well. Definitely. That, you know, that you and to show that you understand who they are, what their personality is yeah. like, yeah. Um, what their background has been yes. in terms of how they were raised and how they want to raise um, and to say, look, I mean, you know, we've all been in this situation to say, you know, look, I, I know that this really matters to you, yeah. but maybe talking to her about it this way will, will change things, will change you, things. Will things between you or give a better outcome. Yeah. But again, 
you won't be able to do this and be calm and have this kind of calm conversations mm. if you were emotionally packed. And don't wait for that moment when, like, it's just, it's all emotional and just completely yeah. out of control. Strategize. Beforehand. Yeah. Well, before, beforehand. If you decided to invest, yeah, when you're ready to invest, mm. you have to plan it in a way. And you have to be proactive about it and very conscious. And I'm telling you this, and I still struggle with it, to be honest. There are times where it's going to be hard not to say anything. Or not to step in the middle between your spouse and your child or your mom and your child or whoever it is. So for these situations, we have a different strategy, which is the deflect or diffuse. And we have about a, a minute, minute to talk about it. Okay. So this is kind of, let me give you an example. It's using humor to diffuse the situation. Right. So say my husband is sitting with my son trying to help him with homework. And I noticed that he started now to become things started to heat up and become tense. So I can pretend as if I'm a teacher and come in in a situation and say, hey, boys, why are you arguing in the classroom? I don't want to hear arguments. And that's kind of, or something similar, you know, just to bring some laughter to the situation. And if they both laugh about it, and sometimes the adult, the adult will pick up the signal and that will calm down the situation, right? So humor is a big thing that I can use and a big tool that I can use to come in and, and change the dynamics of the situation and ease the tension. Very powerful. It is. It does work, but it needs lots of practice to get that, you know, um, the, the, com the sense that what do I say now without being <laughs> tense, you know? That We've run out of time, Anissa, once again, but we're going to have to have this conversation, continue the conversation once again with you. Sure. It's always amazing. We learn so much uh, and we're excited for the workshops. Uh, that will be happening uh, inshallah next week. There's so yeah. much that we can learn from you, Anissa. Uh, so you. hopefully you will be back with us here on sure. Life Beats. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 10 a.m.